Welcome to This is the Day with Pastor Wade Scarborough. It is our prayer that something is said or done to make your walk through this journey called life a little lighter and brighter. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. He looks forward to walking with you on this journey together to breakthrough, victory, redemption. Pastor Wade is anointed and experienced in multiple areas of life. God uses him to have us look at our challenges in ways we may never have seen before. Now the moment we've all been waiting for, Pastor Wade Scarborough. This is the day. This is the day. This is the only day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. What's up? What's up? What's up? Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy, Pastor Wade. And welcome to This is the Day with Pastor Wade Scarborough. You know what it is. It is an honor and privilege for me that you have taken the time out of your life to walk with me on this journey we call life. I do not take that for granted at all. I really love and appreciate you guys. I thank you again for all the interactions, just for, um, you know, the ads uh, on my Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. Also for the interaction when you guys send me messages. Thank you for all the encouraging words. Thank you. Even in my LinkedIn. I, I appreciate that as well. That's LinkedIn is Real Pastor Wade. And also we're working on our YouTube page as well for Real Pastor Wade on my YouTube page. So there's a lot of things that are going in. And the only reason I'm here is because you guys are willing to uh, listen, want to listen and ask questions and interact because none of this works without you. I'll just be a, uh, somebody just talking to a microphone and no, I appreciate the interaction and everything. All you guys' opinions, whether agree or disagree, uh, all your questions, all even some said some enlightening things as well to even add on to what I said. So I just want to say I love and appreciate you for that. And then for those joining us for the very, very first time. I don't take that lightly. I'm holding my arms out right now, giving air hugs right now, because if I saw you, I'm coming in for the real one. I, I don't care about uh, social distancing because a, a hug is more is a powerful form of healing. We need to be connected and touch each other. So listen, uh, I just want to say I appreciate you joining us. You could be doing anything right now. There's so many conversations out there. So many things people are talking about. You could be listening to the news right now, which please don't listen to the news. Those guys definitely don't know what they're talking about, you know, because the news only tells you what they want you to know. If you want to really know what the United States looks like or what's really happening in the United States, you need to go outside the country and watch the news and you'll really see what America looks like. But I'm going to leave that alone. But you could be doing anything right now. And I appreciate you taking the time out to join this conversation. And let me tell you what this is today with Pastor Wade is all about. We like to keep it real. Keep it 100, as my boy TV says. This show is about discussing various topics that the church body does not talk about on a Sunday or at a Bible study or shut down from talking about it altogether because of the sensitive nature of the subject. All of us, no matter what you think, feel, or believe, without judgment, will not be made to feel like your feelings or opinion are valid. You know how that happens sometimes, you know, you just don't matter. Your feelings your feelings don't matter, all that kind of stuff. We're not here on this of the day. And we can have a conversation freely and honestly and 100, as my boy TV says here on This is the Day with Pastor Wade. Also, 
we've had other conversations obviously we've been doing this now for a long time and hey these conversations keep getting better and better because only because of you guys and so we are now talking about call to forgive before that we talked about the disciplines of faith and that was very good that was an extensive conversation also how to apply faith another extensive conversation before that we talked about uh, how to treat one another that is an ongoing conversation we will you need to listen to that every week if you can before that we talked about the 10 principles for a successful relationship so everything remember everything begins and ends with relationship you always know what i say there's no such thing as a self-made millionaire because somebody had to help you along the way even the idea uh, most likely god gave it to you so and then when you talk about self-made millionaire whatever product that you were pushing selling you needed people so I don't, I'm trying to, fi- I fail to see where your self-made millionaire part came in. It's not self-made, no such thing. No, you needed people to do it. So always remember, uh, this is why forgiveness is very important. You know, we're going to talk about why forgiveness is important and, and why it's a constant thing that we need to uh, work on. It don't matter how old you are from zero to a hundred <laughs> right now. Did I say zero to a hundred? I mean, does that, is that really age? <laughs> See, I had to catch myself. It's like zero to 100. No, it won. Can I say one? Okay, at least one. <laughs> so before we get started, let's just jump right into it. But you know how we do it. Like It's like getting on a plane. Make sure your seat and tray tables are in the upright lock position. Any turbulence you feel on this plane is God shaking at the very root what does not belong on this plane. If you're listening with somebody, look back at them and say, you ready? Look back at them and say, I'm ready. And if you're driving in your car, you're listening by yourself. The Holy Spirit is there. Just, just shout out to the Holy Spirit. I'm ready. And let's go. Let's talk about that word forgive. You know, we got to set the tone when you talk about forgive. You know, that's a word that's haphazardly used. You know, you got to forgive. Got to learn how to forgive. You got to uh, 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 forgive, forgive, forgive. Oh, okay. Can we really break down the word forgive? Because, you know, there's a lot going on in this seven letter word, which is a preposition word mixed with an uh, actual word. So it makes a bigger word. <laughs> My my girl AP gonna be upset with me. I just messed up the whole English. She's a, she's an English professor, man. She a master's in English. You know, she's very hard on me on grammar. So if she listens to this, she's probably gonna tear me up with that. But I tried AP. <laughs> so when you talk about the word forgive. Webster's Dictionary says, not the Greek, not the Aramaic, not the Latin, none of that, not the Hebrew, not not the Vines, not the Strongs, no. Oh, God, we just get so religious sometimes, like Jesus. Like, no, can we just go to the English Dictionary? The word forgive means to grant or pardon or remission, absolve. It also means to uh, cease to feel resentment against. That's a big one. Keep that in the back of your mind. Also means to cancel a debt. The verb of it is to pardon an offense or an offender. So the word for, F-O-R, and the word forgive means intended to belong to or be used in connection with in order to obtain, gain, or acquire. The word give means is to present voluntarily and without expecting compensation. So, AP will enjoy this one. The synonym for the preposition word for, F-O-R, is the word because. And then the synonym for the word give and the word forgive, G-I-V-E, is the word award or hand over. 
then the synonym word for forgive, the whole word is forget, you know, forgive and forget. So now this is something, this has been our mantra that we've been, that we've been saying over the last few weeks of what we're saying with the word actual, when we say forgive, when you say forgive somebody or receive forgiveness or give your forgiveness, we are actually saying that the person God has mandated us to forgive, and that includes forgiving ourselves. I cannot stress that enough. Forgiveness is not always about forgiving another person for you being offended or you offending somebody or giving you forgiveness. It's also about forgiving yourself. There's a lot of people right now, I've heard a lot from you guys, that you're having an issue just forgiving you. And what happens is when you get into a relationship with somebody else, because you haven't forgiven you, then you end up projecting the unforgiveness that you have for you onto the other person. And then you start nitpicking at the other person and then wonder why y'all battling going back and forth and why things can't work out is because you're projecting that. Oh man, I'm sorry. Is that, did I say the wrong thing? Okay. So what we're actually saying when you talk about that word forgive is I have something of yours that is intended for you that does not belong to me because God said so, that I must voluntarily hand over to you without any compensation and I must forget about it. So now that we got everybody in the room, as we sit here, you know, we just chit-chatting, we just having a little tiz off. I got the music in my head. Listen, it's bumping, y'all, and it keeps me on a rhythm, on a groove. Listen, hey, when we talk about forgive, the first thing we talk about forgiveness is hard. You know how I feel about that. It is hard. Anybody just said, ooh, forgiveness is hard. I agree with you 100%. That's why God is major about unforgiveness. You got to forgive, and forgiveness is not easy. Because listen, when when you talk about somebody doing something to you, especially when somebody do something, because we, we don't like to go and give our forgiveness when we do something to somebody else. But when somebody do something to you, ooh-wee, and then let's not say, let's say when they keep doing it and you got to keep forgiving them, oh, that stuff's rough. That stuff's rough. That's why, you know, some people don't agree with me, but love does have boundaries. It does. Uh, even Solomon talks about guard your heart in uh, Proverbs 4. 23 believe so their love does have boundary because what happens is you don't guard your heart or you don't protect it from god's love coming in or going out but you don't have to take on everybody issues because why in your heart lies the issues of life anyway your issues you don't have to allow other people's issues in there either but i am going to leave that alone you know some folks tried to get on me about that and it just simply wasn't the truth it wasn't the time to really go through that kind of correction but it's just simply not the truth you got to have like when somebody counsel somebody that the whoever the counselor is as the person is trying to tell you whatever they're going through your job is let god's love out let god's love in but what happens is you don't have to let their issues in matter of fact they can take their issues with them as they go but you're not supposed to that's a boundary that you have still operating love but you still have a boundary as far as a guard do not let that in but hey I'm going to leave that alone. That's why a lot of people have some of the issues that they have is sometime when it's time to forgive that we try to forgive, but we also take on the other person's issues at the same time. And then we're wondering why we're struggling because you took on their issues and it wasn't your issue to take on. Or when you have an unforgiveness and not willing to let things go, you're holding not only to your issue, but the issue that their issue that they gave you. 
as well. Whatever the offense is, you're holding on to that as well. So there's a lot going on when you talk about forgive, when you talk about love conquers all, forgiveness, love has boundaries, there's a lot in there that we can dissect, but we just don't have time today. I just wanted to make a, a set the tone here because we're going into the different steps of biblically a how to forgive. So I just want to help somebody out there with some stuff and then if you always can talk to me on my facebook instagram or twitter i answer all my messages it ain't me i don't have somebody uh answering questions for me i don't do all that i operate my facebook instagram or twitter at real pastor wade and wade is spelled w-a-i-d so when we said forgiveness is card that was the first one then we said forgiveness is complete you will be complete when you forgive why is because your life is able to move forward you because remember one of the definitions is ceasing to holding on to resentment so you're not holding on to resentment anymore so it'll complete you you're able to move forward you feel lighter on your feet you're not congested anymore you keep you can keep going also we said forgiveness is costly hey 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 it's gonna cost you something it may cost you little it may cost you a lot but guess what it will cost you also we said forgiveness pursue hey man you gotta pursue in the last episode, you know, we talked about uh, uh, I was watching a documentary and it, this was profound. When you talk about forgiveness pursues, somebody had murdered somebody in the guy's family. And then he just came out and said, he says, he says, my only regret is they haven't found the killer. And so, you know, most people be like, yeah, that's right. Find the killer. You know, get that judgment on. No, he said, I want them to find the killer. He says, so I can let them know that I forgive them. Oh my God, did you hear that? My man wanted to give his forgiveness because he needed to be free. I need to give it to you because there is something of yours <laughs> that I have that belongs to you. <laughs> that is intended for you that does not belong to me because God said so that I must voluntarily hand over to you without any conversation and I must forget about it. Now, is it going to be easy to forget about that he lost somebody's family that uh, they were murdered? No, it's not going to be easy to forget. That's why it's going to be, it's called, Paul called it, a per, it's a perpetual forgetting put these things behind me so you, he's talking about a perpetual forgetting so that's something he's going to have to make himself forget every single day but what happens is he needs to free and move forward he does not feel complete right now because he has to give his forgiveness because he's holding on to something of his that does not belong to him oh my god <laughs> That hurt me right there every time I talk about it. So this is what I'm talking about. Forgiveness pursues. Listen, y'all, especially those that haven't given their forgiveness. Man, and you're waiting for somebody to come to you so uh, you can forgive them? No. Go to them. Seek them out and give your forgiveness so you can move on. Oh, my God goodness i hope somebody heard that right there also we talked about forgiveness is continual my god anybody with the show of hands i know i can't see everybody right now can anybody raise their hands i'm holding both up right now can anybody hold their hands up that had to forgive continually over and over again we're not even going to talk about the same thing from the same person all the time continually then we also talked about the biblical steps in forgiving. We said the first one was know what Christ did for you. That's major. Listen, whether you don't believe in what Jesus did for you or not, he did it for you still. So I just told everybody, just go read it and find out what Jesus did for you, how he died for you, whether you Buddhist, whether you believe in India, when you believe in, in Shiva or, or, uh, or what all other one, you know, whether you're a Kabbalist, whether you're Jehovah's Witness, what, whatever you are, it doesn't matter. 
Find out what Jesus, the Christ, what God did for you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever, whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That is the truth. That is a fact, whether you believe it or not. So go find out what he did for you. But to help for this conversation, what happens is you got to know the context of what he did for you. Know what Christ did for you. The second thing that we're going to get into right now, uh, when you talk about the biblical steps of forgiving, we must be willing to take the risk. That's major. Hey, it's a risk to forgive. Because when we talk about somebody could try to, they could keep doing it over and over again, back and forth, especially if you're the offender and, you, and you're going to seek forgiveness, hey, they may not give it to you. And then, like we say in the hood, you're looking stupid. Hey, that that can happen too. So the second thing, when you talk about the biblical steps of forgiveness, first know what Christ did for you. The second is you got to know, uh, you got to be willing to take that risk. And here's Romans 12, 19. It says, do not take revenge, my friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, uh, says the Lord. And then also says when a empty headed man will be wise when a wild donkey's colt is born a man if you would prepare your heart and stretch out your hands toward him if iniquity were in your hand you put it far away and would not let it wickedness dwell in your tents then surely you could lift up your face without spot yes you could be steadfast and not fear that's job 11 12 through 15. Understand this. Forgiveness is a risky business. The person who we choose to forgive may not realize or admit to the wrong, nor will they always accept our forgiveness. But their response is not our responsibility. We are only to be obedient to our Lord and give the forgiveness out of love, not expecting a warm response. Remember, Back in episode three or four about that elder who I was telling you about when I was in a church about a few years ago, before the one I was in right now, a few years ago, before the one that, a few years before that, who refused to forgive the minister for a perceived wrong he did to him. And this was because uh, he took a group of kids up to a camp and then the elder's daughter forgot the, forgot her gloves. So, <laughs> so the elder got mad at the minister that took, it was responsible for like 20 kids that why you didn't make sure my daughter had her gloves, even though they got the gloves back. But this is how petty church folk are. Don't get me started on that. You know how church folk are, but the elder who refused to forgive the minister for a perceived wrong he did to him is responsible for his actions to the Lord, not to the minister. The minister is responsible for their response. So the minister sought forgiveness and we refused. That is a risk we have to all take. You know, you may be going to seek forgiveness, not giving forgiveness. You may be going to seek forgiveness and listen, it may be refused. Hey, 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 they may refuse you, but listen, you got to take that risk. Also, the person who we forgive may continue in the offense, such as that the elder who kept spreading the rumors about the minister. He refused to stop. But again, this is not the responsibility of the minister. We are to allow others the freedom to disappoint us and to fail our expectations. That's major right there. Also, 
it says, for godly sorrow produces repentance, leading to salvation, not to the regretted, but the sorrow of the world produces death. For observe this very thing that you sorrowed in a godly manner, what diligence it produced in you, what clearing of yourselves, what indignation, what fear, what vehement desire, what zeal, what vindication. In all things, my God, you proved yourselves to be clear in this matter. Therefore, although I wrote to you, I did not do it for the sake of him who had done the wrong, nor for the sake of him who suffered the wrong, but that our care for you in the sight of God might appear to you. Therefore, we have been comforted in your comfort, and we rejoice exceedingly more the joy of Titus, because his spirit has been refreshed by all of you. That's 2 Corinthians 7, 10 through 13. We need y'all. Come on, and we're almost done. We need to be willing to put aside the concern that forgiveness will minimize the wrong brought against us. Sin is ugly. We should recognize the fact that as well as the fact of its uh, corrupting nature, but just forgiving someone does not make the sin go away. Forgiveness releases the guilt and stops the cycle of bitterness and dysfunction. Third thing, come on, y'all. We need to cancel the betrayal. Woo! Woo! I get, oh my God. I need, to, I just need to stop right there. Hold up, hold up, hold up. So wait a minute. The first thing was what Christ did for you. The second thing is we must be willing to take the risk. And then now the third thing, good God almighty, we need to cancel the betrayal. We, you mean we, we, we betray each other? Oh man, that hurts. So Proverbs 10, 12 says, hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all sin. Proverbs 17, 9 says, he who covers a transgression seeks love, but he who repeats the matter separates friends. We have to give up, y'all, our perceived right of revenge and retaliation. This can be a tough process, but one that we can accomplish through prayer and self-surrender. Try to look at it this way and watch this. The offense against you is actually an offense against God. As God's child, you are his protection and his care. When someone offends you, it also becomes an offense against God himself. Thus, we are to surrender our rights to his and cancel the debt completely out of existence and out of our heart and mind. Give it over as if it never happened. You will be surprised that once you do this, you will feel the load lifted off you and you can rest in the comfort of the Lord. When you pray to God, you need to be actually requesting that he would take the desire of revenge away, then relinquish your desires of revenge. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my God, that was tough. I pray you enjoyed our time together as much as I did. Thank you for tuning in to episode eight, Call to Forgive. I thank you for all your support and responses. New episodes release every Thursday on iTunes and Spotify at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And listen, for those that are listening right now, whether you're driving in your car, whether you're sitting at home, whether you're sitting at your desk, I pray. This was a greeting in the Bible, but now I'm gonna make it a prayer. I wish that you prosper and be in health 
even as your soul prospers. That listen, that God keeps a hedge of protection around you, your family, your finances, and that his love will swell up in your heart, that you will exude his love and it be extension of God's hand in the name of of Jesus. Please remember to subscribe and don't just listen to these episodes just once. Get them ingrained in your spirit and remember when we forgive, we are actually saying to this person that God has mandated us to forgive, which is including yourself. I have something of yours that is intended for you that does not belong to me because God said so that I must voluntarily hand over to you without any compensation and I must forget about it. A special thanks to my man, Kevin Clayton KC at IBM Music Group for producing this show and my girl, Erica Duff, for the artwork. She does an amazing job. If you want to do a podcast, y'all better call up my peoples. I am Music Group. Tell them Pastor Wade sent you to have you fly, have you sounding good. I'm just saying. Uh, also, the Flow Therapy Morning Show with Coco B and Frank Nitty on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network. And also, they have a new cable channel. Listen to my man, Frank Nitty, on the show, Boxed. Seats. Also, Alex Teamer, aka Team for the Baseline. Pastor Warren Campbell, Lena Bird Miles for This Is the Day intro. And also, go look for Lena Bird Miles' new album that just dropped. Yeah. Also, to my girl, a shout out to Shannon Jackson and Shay J Entertainment and the Holy Ghost Busters Mobile Ministry. A shout out to my man, Julian Payne, at the House of Noho Barbershop in the greater Los Angeles area. Listen, if you're in North Hollywood or greater Los Angeles area, my man is a celebrity barber to the stars. He'll keep you looking fly. he keep you looking fresh. Tell him your boy sent you. Remember to subscribe to This Is Day on whatever podcast platform you use. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and also on YouTube at Real Pastor Wade, and Wade is spelled W-A-I-D. And remember to post any subject titles you like to discuss on This Is Day Facebook page or feedback on your Instagram stories of what you thought about the conversation. Also working on my Real Pastor Wade website as well, so that's coming to you soon. Always remember, God believes in you, and so do I. Till next time, this is the day. This is always the day for breakthrough, victory, redemption. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to subscribe to This Is The Day with Pastor Wade on any podcast platform that you use. You can interact with Pastor Wade with questions, comments, or subject titles you would like discussed. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade, that is Real Pastor W-A-I-D, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 